Content warning for alcohol use. Observation log, 2nd of Gorin, 764, Adan. This is Geneva, reporting for the South Coast Archaeological and Preservation Society, reporting from the ruins of the Temple of Asdin in the deserts of Talan. I asked Darren to let me send today's report, as I have recently returned from Earth with my team. I'm sorry that we were not in better contact, but as I'm sure you've been informed, the portal became inaccessible after our arrival on Earth. Though we have been away from Chell for quite some time, we did not get to do as much in-depth study of Earth as we wished. We were impeded by a mind flayer named Carathel. He was the one who blocked our return. He was also planning on using Earth as a brain farm in order to increase his power. Any further motors he may have had are unknown. My crew did not have much time to question him as they had to flee to Chell before the portal, which was being held open by an elder brain, collapsed. We of course learned quite a bit about Earth just from having lived there for many months. As scant as that knowledge is, it is still far too vast to report in an audio format. You can be expecting written reports from me and my crew as soon as we can get them written. Suffice it to say that Earth has changed a lot since the records we have of it. They have developed technology so strange that in many ways it is indistinguishable from magic. We have brought one of the Earthlings back with us, Jack, the woman who is our first point of contact on Earth. She wishes to state that she does not consent to being questioned by our organization, but that I am free to report anything that I deem relevant from our interactions. With the portal closed and the ruins thoroughly studied over the past year, we are packing up camp. A few volunteers will stay behind to make sure that the temple is properly protected and that the portal shows no signs of opening again. Darren said that it's been pretty quiet over here and that he had nothing else important to report. This has been Geneva, reporting from the Temple of Asden in the deserts of Talan, 2nd of Gorin, 764, Adan. You know, you sound really anxious when you're reading those, babe. I'm glad it's my last one. What? Not going to take up the role of communications officer on your next post? Not if I can help it. I might take a break anyway. Maybe do something else for a while. Archaeology might be too exciting for me. (laughs) You're a regular Indiana Jones. Who's that? You mean all those memes you looked at and you don't know Indiana Jones? You're listening to CADP, Call of Lark Discussion Post. It's your host from another world, Jack, back with another episode of the Practical Game Master. Today, we're talking more about what might be Chell's first RPG, Earth. As longtime listeners will know, Earth is a role-playing game that I've been developing based on my home planet. It's a land without magic, but a high level of technology that people use to make their lives easier. I actually managed to get a few friends to come over and help me playtest it last night. I even have one of them here today as a special guest. We'll talk more about her later. After the playtest, I realized that some of the more technology-related aspects of the game are still a bit too crunchy. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of math, and it just really bogs everything down. I'm still not sure how to fix it yet, but I know that I'm no mathematician, and I don't want to have to stop the game while I add things up on my fingers. But I don't want to cut it down too much, because then the science elements just operate like magic, and that's not the feel I'm going for. It's my biggest struggle right now, but I'm sure I'll figure it out eventually. It's not like I can go look up how other systems do it on the internet anymore. Anyway, moving on, this is a segment called 
lore time. When building a world, I really like the method of organic lore, basically where you let things spring up on their own. There's always a certain amount of lore you have to build beforehand, otherwise there's no world for people to play in, and nothing to build off of. I guess you could just wing it and make everything you come up with canon, but I think you need more structure than that. Role-playing is a collaborative effort. Players have so many amazing ideas, but usually they're not super comfortable just saying them. So, organic lore is all about providing a bare-bones structure, almost like a writing prompt. It hints at ideas you have, but doesn't flesh them out. Then, you develop the world through play. Right now, the playtests are designed to be one-shots. We play once, and that's the end of the story. Maybe you play those characters later, maybe you don't. But if one of your players makes a really cool character, or if something really cool happens while you're playing, you take that and you make it a part of the lore of your world. And that's what our special guest is here to share with us today. Elise, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, I'm Elise. I use she, her pronouns. Some of you may remember me from my old show, Queenie, Back on the Air. I used to be an adventurer. But lately, I've been performing as a guard. I didn't know you went to school here. Yeah. Uh, well, technically, I only came because my girlfriend dragged me with her. And we broke up. And I dropped out my first year. So basically, the only thing I did was run this station. You ran the CADP? <laughs> well, uh, kind of. I smashed my way in here, barred the door, <laughs> and camped out for, like, a week, yelling insults at the listeners. I see. Well, certainly sounds like you would be memorable. Yeah, those were the good days. But, uh, really, if any of you are listening, sorry about that. You too, Steph. Even though you were totally being a bitch... Uh, you'll have to tell me more of that story later. For right now, let's get back on topic. Right. So my character is Denmark, Arkansas. <laughs> He's a businessman. Middle-level manager. He's shooting for the top, but really, he's kind of bumbling and hasn't been able to climb any higher up the corporate ladder. Still, he's determined and gives it his all. I still can't believe you picked that name. Those definitely weren't in my name tables. Well, I know a bit more about actual Earth than your other players. Thought you'd appreciate the wacky name. And really, out of context, I kinda like it. <laughs> I like it too. It's a weird name, but it suits your character perfectly. So why don't you tell us about your favorite story moments in the session? Sure. So, Denmark, Arkansas, went out to get coffee at Sun Money's for his office mates. While he's driving, he sees this hot lady jogging beside the road, like just divinely beautiful. And she's wearing like short shorts. It's just totally ripped. She has this long green hair and a ponytail. Uh... <laughs> He ends up uh, running a red light because he's distracted. And that's when he sees the flashing red and blue lights behind him. So he floors it and starts weaving through the traffic. He knows if he doesn't get the coffee back to the office, he'll never earn the respect he needs to advance. 
So classes are going well? Yeah, it's been great. Look what I can do. Jack, not in the bar. Alcohol and fire do not mix. Hey, put that out! Hey! What's the matter with you? I worked hard on that spell, and Um, everyone made fun of me for my... Some, uh... For my code phrase. We'll be leaving now. And now I'm all wet. Come on, Jack. Time to go. I'm soaked and drunk. I know you are, babe. But do you know what? Mm. I'm proud of you. Mm. Thanks. I love you. I love you too, babe. Now let's get home. Please listen carefully. Thank you for listening. Interference is a Land of Chell production. And that's our story. Thank you again so much for listening. Please stick around until the end of the credits because we have a request for you. But we wanted to give everyone a curtain call, so here are some words from our actors from the entire series. Just a quick recognition for all of the people whose voices appeared briefly or in unusual ways. Kieran Tarver, Kristen Plemons, Kyle, Lucille Valentine, Megan Charlow, Michelle Nicolaisen, Nikki Barrett, Bree, Ryan Bolter, and Tess all had one-time roles or provided audio that we used as interference. Bar patrons in this episode were played by Tal Manier and Louise Fanoff. Lauren Myers was the original voice of Jen. Arizona Johnson was the original voice of Elise. Everyone else is available to speak for themselves. I'm Sheila Morris, and I played Claire. I'm Drew Gilver, and I played Drew. My name is Max Kasparik, and I played Carathal. I'm Sarah, and I played Jen. I'm Aaron Kian, and I played Julian. I'm Lee Davis Thalbon, and I play Leopold. I'm Megan Charlow, and I played Elise. I'm Oakley Cannon, and I played Damien. I'm Theron Stapp, and I played Jack. I helped with writing, edited a good chunk of season one before we had ever heard of sound design. And I'm Hazel Stapp. I played Geneva and wrote, edited, and did sound design for most of season two, in addition to sharing all those duties with my wife in season one. There are links to help you find everyone in the show notes please check out their other work. So this is the end of this story, though, of course, we will keep telling stories about Chell. 
but we wanted to do a Q&A for all our listeners. We're pretty sure you have questions. So now's the time to send them our way if you haven't yet. Tweet at Land of Chell on Twitter, email us at theorkzone at gmail.com, or join our Discord server and bother us there. On July 2nd, we'll hop into our Discord voice chat and answer your questions for an hour. You're welcome to join us live, and the recording will appear in this feed shortly thereafter. You have one week, so get asking. For more information, to read transcripts, or to get in touch, head to landofchell.net or hit us up on Twitter at landofchell. As always, we thank Jazar for the use of their song, Please Listen Carefully, as our theme. 